This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and hot more kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, but Doug loves movies! Hey everybody, my name is Doug and this is Doug Loves Movies. That's what I just said. <laughs> Coming to you from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles on Tuesday, April 22nd. <gasps> 2014 Wolf of Wall Street Fight Terminator 2 Judgment Day of the Dead Men Walking Tall and President's Men in Black Fisher King Ralph a Dog Day Afternoon Delight Sleeper. Light Sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Schrader. Woo! 
he might be a guest on the show someday. Uh, possibly in New York City at Irving Plaza on Monday, June 2nd. I had a fantastic time at Wow Hall in Eugene, Oregon last night uh, doing my fourth annual 421 show, and I look forward to the fifth annual next year. Now it's time for Tweet Relief Tweets About Movies. Past and future guest Craig Bierko tweeted, Really enjoyed Mother, Jugs, and Speed last night, which I understand is also a movie title. <laughs> this has been Tweet Relief Tweets About Movies. He's very funny on Twitter. At Mr. Craig Bierko. Um, Saturday, May 3rd, Douglas Movies returns to Madison, Wisconsin at the Comedy on State Comedy Club. And Sunday, May the 4th, be with you. Uh, stand up at the Zanies in Chicago at 420. Um, lots, of, lots of crazy fun things in the uh, gift bag, including uh, not only Gateway Doug and a Douglas Movies t-shirt, but also uh, a gentleman gave this to me out on the road. It's a Douglas Movies uh, logo uh, artwork. Uh, it's more realistic depiction of my beard than the actual logo, because it's a fucking mess. But the rest of it's uh, very nice, and uh, you, I, could, I, I could sense you guys are very excited to possibly win that. Very excited indeed. Oh, and somebody gave me this cool uh, tie-dye shirt for some reason. I don't know what, I don't know why tie-dye and me would be necessarily connected. And, uh, and some other cool things that I'm going to tell you about once I get the guests out here. Please give a big warm welcome to Bald Brian Bishop, James Urbaniak, and John Hamm. <laughs> The famous actors always grow a beard when they're not shooting, so they don't get recognized. Yeah, what's up, John Hamm? I just I like to spend my hiatus in peace, so I get fatter and I grow a beard, and everyone leaves me alone. You change your voice and your whole your whole demeanor. The whole everything. You're a completely different dude. Yeah, that's Those amazing. Cameras, they use really good cameras. <laughs> Uh, this is actually my friend Jeff Tate, who's hanging out. He's going to do Put Your Hands Together later tonight. Yeah. And um, We just cleared that up for everybody. John, well, John Hamm texted me uh, saying that uh, he was running late, but that he's on his way. And, uh, and I thought it'd be fun for you to walk out instead of him, <laughs> just, just to create a massive disappointment yeah. amongst 100 people. <laughs> Everyone was so excited. It worked. Yeah. But uh, two out of three awesome guests isn't bad. And uh, no, Jeff, you're awesome too, dude. You love Cheers. Yeah. We know that about you. Would yeah. you tweet about it today? You had a Cheers tweet today. Oh, I got to the end of season three and Coach died again. And he's going to die. Alert. He's going to die every time you watch all of season every, yeah, three. Every time I get to the end of season three, he dies. And I and every time I feel like I'm surprised by it and I start to cry a little bit. And I'm like, this happened six months ago and six months before that. And a lot. I do it a lot. It's it's kind of a problem, actually. But you tweeted that. Uh, but that Woody is a nice, uh, a nice replacement. Woody is a nice replacement. And Frazier starts being a real character. Season right. four, episode one, you guys. <laughs> Netflix right. it. Well, hang tight, Jeff, and, and, and don't, don't make, like, if John Hamm runs in, don't make faces like you're going to fight him for the seat. Just, uh, you know. No, I'll leave. Just get out, just, <laughs> just get out just of the way. Just let the transition happen like Woody replace Coach. Yeah. Just let it happen. 
That's, that is first-time guest James Urbaniak, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's the best podcast. It's exciting to be on the best podcast. Oh, well, thank you very much. There it is. There it is. We got a seat for you right here. This gentleman's going to get out of the way. I'm sorry I'm late. It was uh, the valet's fault. I mean, right? You guys know. This seems like orchestrated by a publicist. This extra round of applause you got for coming in late. Thank you, And the scarf, like you ran here. From the 30s. (laughs) And the baseball hat. You were scouting. You were busy scouting. This is actually part of the gift. Oh, it is? Of the the giveaway. That's part of the gift is that it's been on your head? No, the, it's, the hat? That, that it doesn't fit. It's just way too big. So oh, okay. But you didn't, like, stuff. sweat it up or anything? No. It's, uh, it's no. brand new? Brand new. All right, so you got a... Uh, what, what team does this represent? St. Louis Cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> and what's, what else is in the bag here? It's, uh, it's a season six Mad Men thing. There you go. Season six of Mad Men. What I miss, Doug? Look out. Harry's growing mutton chops. Um, what did you miss? We just, we just sat down. We were talking about Cheers and the transition between, uh, you know, the, the old guy to the young guy, the bartenders. Nick Colasanto and Woody Harrelson. Right. Yes, all right. You get, you get a point. Thank you. You're on the board. No, we were just uh, discussing. Uh, James, this is his first appearance on the uh, program. Uh, James and I Very actually have, have, have worked together, kind of. We, well, we have a tenuous connection, which is related to one of my gifts. Okay. Which oh. I will, I will bring up. Okay, one of your gifts. I'm a, uh, can I assume which one? It's like a six degrees thing. Is it the Venture Brothers? No, that's no. not. All right, so oh, that's no. in the bag. Do I? <laughs> a Blu-ray of uh, Venture Brothers. Season and then, five. Season well, we've, five. We've both been on Adult Swim. And That's then the uh, a copy of all of the Legally Blonde films. Yeah, did you know there were three? <laughs> there are three, I guess. <laughs> that third one is really a head-scratcher, though, except neither of those girls look like the girl that stars in the Legally Blonde they, movies. I, I, had no, I, I saw this in the store the other day. I had no idea there were three. The third one apparently stars twins. <laughs> They're not the Olsen twins. They're lesser No, known. it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Because you can't replace Reese Witherspoon with just one actress. You gotta have two. Yeah. Yeah. I am in Legally Blonde Two, Red, White, and Blonde. I know you're into full titles on this. Show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, that's directed by a guy named Charles Herman, Herman Wormfeld, Wormfeld, who directed Kissing Jessica Stein, that John Hamm is in, uh, written and also starring Jennifer Westfeld. Yes. And I was cut from that film. Yes. And that's our connection it's from 2001. Because, because of me. <laughs> It was just, he was like, there's too much handsomeness Way in this film. Way too much. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it was actually an excellent, excellent scene. The, one of the first scenes we shot of the film, if not the first. Were you there that day? I was. You shot that? Yeah. And I, 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 in a boat. I, I'm in a boat, and I had trouble, like, rowing Navigating the boat said boat. In Central Park. You can find it on, uh, I, think you, I think it's on the DVD. Well, it's on the deleted scenes. Yes. And, and Jen and the other girls say very nice things about my performance. Which would be a good category. John Hamm films that James Rubaniak was cut from. The only one. <laughs> yeah, the only, only one. one movie. Uh, bald Brian Bishop is here, you guys. Yay! 
of the Adam Carolla program fame and uh, not involved in this movie, but you brought a Blu-ray of uh, Liam Neeson in the gray. No, no, I'm, I'm a wolf. Oh, you're one of the wolves. <laughs> it's amazing what they're doing with the special effects. And then you brought, uh, you're uh, running around doing lots of uh, promotion right now for your, uh, your book that is uh, coming out. This is for the prize bag, an advanced reading copy. Yes, it is not, as we're taping this, it comes out a week from today, but it will be available if you're listening to this at home. See what I'm saying? It comes out a week from today, but today... I don't Go get that at all. I uh, think this, is, this episode is going to come out tomorrow, so... Oh, shit! It comes out in a week. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's an easier way to look at it. And the book is called Shrinkage by Brian Bishop, Manhood, Marriage, and the Tumor That Tried to Kill Me. Yes. Yeah. It's an advanced reading copy. It is a week before it comes out, so I uh, hope, uh, hope you enjoy. Yeah, whoever wins tonight, I'm going to expect a review on my desk. <laughs> An essay about uh, Brian's book, and then of course, uh, let's give it to, give it up to him one more time. John Ham is here, everybody. Yay. Sorry for being late. Bless you. It's okay. Were you at the movies? I was not. I oh, was that's a great excuse for being watching late. the Cardinals play baseball. Oh, okay. And I had totally forgotten. I told you I would do this tonight. <laughs> we texted like this morning. It was early. We emailed. Morning. It was early. <laughs> It was before. Literally, when I got that text, it was before cocktail hour. When I got that text, I almost said, you, "You probably should text me to remind me again later this afternoon." And you didn't get my imagined text, and therefore you didn't imaginarily remind me, and so that's why I was late. Do you think when Don Draper is like stuck in a meeting that's really long and boring, and he wants to have a cigarette, do you think he'd use Snooze, that product that you can just put underneath your? <laughs> Uh, tongue and just sneakily have a. Have you ever tried something like that? A snooth. A snooth? Yeah. It's sun spelled backwards. It's just weird. It's like, I don't know why they asked to be advertisers on Doug Loves Movies, and, and this is the best I could do at working them <laughs> into the conversation. Also, in the 60s, Don Draper wouldn't have had to done the disclaimer. No, that's about right. The mouth issue. Yeah, Fair the enough. mouth cancer. At the end of every time I talk about snooze, I have to go uh, May cause warning mouth cancer. It's hmm? <laughs> just fair. It's totally fair. Yeah. But uh, like they don't have to say at the end of a you know a movie trailer on TV, warning probably sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's deeply symbolic of the issue of sustaining podcasts and uh, the necessities of commercialism. <laughs> yeah, thank thank you for that. <laughs> Have you been? Uh, uh, no. Uh, so the listeners uh, know even better idea who James is. Uh, he's been on Review, the awesome new Andy Daly show. Andy Daly show Review. And uh, you're the lie detector guy on Homeland. There were like a couple episodes. Yeah, where I was a lie detector you're guy Captain Junk Science on that show. And uh, <laughs> do you believe in lie detectors? Do you think they really work? No, I think they're probably very flawed. That's how good an actor you are. You yeah. really sell it on that show. Yeah. You seem like you know... Well, the, the character has an inner tension. He doesn't believe in what he does. I think, oh, okay. Uh, I think as, as, as plot devices, they work amazing, though. I was just disappointed. At, like, now it's just all done on a Mac. It's not like the film-worthy machine with the needle that moves and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, it's all digital and uninteresting. There's an app for that. He's <laughs> doing it on an iPhone now. You use your ways to get to the place, and then they just lie detect you. It's called, it's called Snap Lies. 
and your, your, your lies are only on there for 10 seconds, but somebody's going to get a screenshot of it. Um, John is the current super champion of the Tournament of Championships. Wow. He will someday compete, I hope, in the Super Duper Tournament of Championships. When will that and, be? Uh, that's, you I know, probably plan it. That's way down the road. That's way down the road. I'll, okay. I'll get back to you. I'm more, excited. I'll need I'm more just, than one text. I'm just glad Sam Levine's not here. Um, for my premiere. For what reason? Because that would be too... Because <laughs> vendetta. That would be too intimidating for me as a newbie. Because he's like, he's like it's, Rain Man. It's so not in intimidating when you sit next to him. That's, see, it's that's like, how you beat him. It's that's like how the opposite of intimidating. He's intimidating. John Hamm has beaten him, so that's interesting that you're still more scared of Sam than you are of John. Totally. And I think it's because I think John just is a more lovable player. That's true. That's somebody you're happy to lose to. Yeah, John doesn't seem like he would get pissy when things don't go his Very way. Very true. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, he's, whatever he's never played poker with you, right, buddy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Holy shit, we used to get so mad playing poker. Because we used to not be able to afford it, you know? And we'd play with guys who were working. So, like, uh, you know, when a really huge pot would build up and you had a lot of money in there, boy, it get... Well, we also played with people who smoked a ton of weed. And so it would tend to, like, hands would take 45 minutes because people would forget where they were. <laughs> Mid deal. I don't know what you're talking about. I I run a fast game. You were fine. I run a fast game. And there's no way. There's no way Sam Levine would forget he was doing the show. Oh, don't play poker with Sam Levine either. No, don't guys. Don't do that if you get the chance. Um, This is this episode should just be called "Things Not to Do with Sam Levine." (laughs) Do. Give him a hug when you see him. <laughs> it's a great feeling. Compliment him. That always he's goes so well. Little and he just lift him. Right lift there. him up. <laughs> Carry him around. Carry him up one block. Doug's passcode, everyone. 65133. Write it down. 65133. <laughs> oh, this just in. John Hamm is five away, you guys. Five away right. until five away. John Hamm. Glad, I saw, about five minutes glad ago. I saw that now. Yeah. Uh, have you had time to see movies at all lately, John Hamm? Uh, I saw the Lego movie. Mm. That was not too long ago. Yeah. Enjoyed it. I saw uh, The Frozen. It was on a little bit of a, a children's movie kick. I saw all of them by myself. I just... Uh, most I, just of them, I just saw that today by myself. Yep, most of them during the day. Nothing like a 40-some-odd-year-old person <laughs> strolling into a near-empty theater... In our west side, singing the song, singing a song yeah. on the way out. We'll be back with more of Doug Loves Creeps right after <laughs> this message. It's like so, a more benign Pee Wee Herman, Fred Willard story. It's just it's, you were just yeah, at a kids' was, movie, nothing uh, happened. But by the way, those of you who have not seen it, I couldn't wholeheartedly recommend the Lego Movie uh, more. It was excellent and funny and uh, cool. Yeah, and, and awesome. then uh, and then two documentaries. Right. Uh, one called An Act of Killing. Which is uh, devastating. Yeah, it makes that, you I haven't seen that. I'm, I'm scared of it. Arg. Yeah. And uh, the other one is called Afternoon of a Fawn about a ballet dancer. Yep. What? Also saw that by myself. <laughs> Had a lot of time on my hands during the hiatus. <laughs> saw a lot of movies that not a lot of people saw, and some that people did. So you're there. It made a movie that everyone should go see called Million Dollar Arm. Yes. Yeah. It's, May 16th. Uh, everyone go see it. It's a good movie. You can take your children if you have them. Can you go or just, just snatch up some children. <laughs> Only if Kids, you have Kids, can, can I take you to the Million Dollar Arm? That doesn't sound shady at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was no, it's got it. that guy that plays the philanderer in it. 
I'm sure it's fine for all ages. It is. It's PG. It's Disney. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful movie based on a true story. So if you like baseball and families and feeling good. Brian, have you seen the trailer for it? I have. And no, 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 I have not. I'm sorry. I take it back. I have not. Pick you know a what, side. Do you, know, do you know what the story's about? It's about an arm that's worth a million dollars. Sort of. Yes. Baseball and families. They want to find a million dollar arm. So he's a a guy looking for players and he goes to uh, India and tries to get some guys who are great at cricket. Oh, yes. To uh, adapt to baseball. He there has to teach him baseball. He's inspired by He has by to say story? wax on, wax off, all the, all the things you do <laughs> when you're training somebody. That's not baseball. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not anything. That's karate. That's just that's made up for that one movie. Fighting. That's yeah. karate fighting, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> jacket on, jacket off. Nope, that's a different um, thing, too. <laughs> so, uh, have you, did I ask you if you've been to the movies lately? You did not. Okay, let's do that. Go ahead. Let's run with that. <laughs> I saw um, Draft Day. There you go. Don't fucking cheer for that. There you Don't go. Sports movie. Day. We're talking sports movies. No good. I saw oh. um, Captain America. I'm mostly caught up. I saw Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Mm, pretty good. I what liked you, it. You liked it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would put it in the category of good movies. but Best Captain America movie yet? It's uh, in the top two for sure. Great. Without a doubt. Is I that confidently... counting Avengers? That is... Oh. oh. Okay. Well, it's in the top three, no matter. Iron what. Man three is my favorite Marvel movie. No, it is not. Yes, it is. I Iron love, Man three. I love Iron Man three. I can't get enough of Iron Man. Is that 3. the one where he fights Don Drago? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Christmas Day. And uh, these mics are. But I also though. like the Avengers a great deal, and then Captain America: Winter Soldier probably fall after that. Probably okay. about third. So you said top three of all Marvel films is Captain. Yeah. America, how many have there Soldier? been? Like a hundred? No. <laughs> Come on. We're talking about like all the way back to the X-Men movies and sure. the Spider-Man those are, those movies. Okay. Marvel movies. All right. I'm Spider-Man asking. 2 is probably up there pretty high. Yeah, X-Men 2 yeah, is up yeah. there too. I saw a documentary that came out last year that didn't get a lot of attention that was very, very good. It was called Let the Fire Burn. And yeah, one person has saw it. It was very, very good. And, uh, and it didn't get any attention in terms of Oscar love or anything. But uh, check out Let the Fire Burn. streaming on Netflix. What's it about? It is... Uh, it is a really interesting, the way it's done, it's about, uh, this is a horrible elevator pitch. It's, it's um, about a uh, sort of a Waco, Texas style siege in Detroit of, some, uh, of, a, of a group of black people that were living there, sort of hippies, but sort of militants too. Uh, and uh, this, the police uh, sieged their house and burned it down, and there was a whole investigation. But the documentary is done entirely out of source footage, out of news reports, out of... Uh, um, Council, city council, uh, you know, tape and stuff. It's all really interesting the way it's done. No interviews today. It's all source footage from 1985 or whatever it was. Hmm. Interesting right. stuff. Compelling. Sold. I'm going to watch that shit. Check it out. <laughs> James, sir. It's been a few weeks since I've been in a movie theater, but I did see the Lego movie and the Wolf of Wall Street, which I, they're both. They're, Those they're would be fun to watch film. back to back. <laughs> they are. They're, they're, both, they're both sort of about corrupt capitalists. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that's a good uh, double feature for the new Beverly. Lego movie and uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Let's make that happen, you guys. Uh, now's the part of the show where I say, let the games begin. Yeah. <laughs> I've done very well at home listening to this. Oh, and good. I know I'm just going to fuck up big time when I'm actually on the show. It's, uh, you know, everybody it's comes on the cocky. They, uh, they leave no, with I'm a lot of, lot of regrets. But, yeah, it, you know, it's, it's not as easy as it seems. It's not an easy game. 
but you gotta just look at this guy. Just just relax and just run yeah. with it. And uh, for those listening, I was pointing to Bald Brian. Okay. Um, I've been on the show twice, and I've lost both times in ridiculous and, and bizarre fashion. Remember? Do you think it was because yeah, you no, like overreached? You, your, yeah. your reach exceeded your grasp, or it was because you no. did not have a firm understanding of the rules, F- or were far, you outplayed? Far, f- far from either one. I was uh, robbed by. A was couple. that a line from Million Dollar Arm? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I was robbed by a couple of boobs, one named Bill Burr and one named Adam Carolla. I had oh. victory in my hand, and they guessed an absurd guest and took the, uh, the point away from Right, well, that's they, the thing. Strategy can involved? fuck you over, for sure. <laughs> or the lack of it. Um, but to determine who's going to go first today in the Leonard Malton game, let's play uh, Doing Lines with Mark. Woo! Yeah. How you guys doing? You want to do some lines? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And somebody in the audience is reminding me to have you guys pick name tags. We'll do that after we do this. Uh, so um, go ahead, uh, Mark Wahlberg, pre recorded line from a movie. First person to guess what the movie is wins. The way Crumb draws you, you look like a hairy ape. Uh, American All Splendor. Those wavy, stinky lines. American Splendor. The- that's oh right. That's right. Ball Brian beat James Urbaniak to a movie where they're talking about his character in that in that line. Well, I think you did come about... ready to hunt bear today. I didn't hear the first phrase because his indecipherable Boston accent was confusing. I, oh yeah, I also agree with that. I know, but I am in the film American Splendor. Let's Although hear it again. Let's was... hear it again. Yeah, let's time. hear it again. The way Crumb draws you, you look like a hairy ape. <laughs> With all these wavy... I didn't hear the way Crumb draws you. I heard the white crown draws you. With all these wavy... For those who don't know, I play the character of Crumb. You play Crumb. So if I heard the character name... Fair enough, I didn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) First fuck up. There's really really no one disputing it. We all know you didn't get it. It's your cute thing where you... You do a movie someone's in and they don't get it. That's the yeah, yeah. It's better no, if I didn't get it. No, Kristen, Kristen Bell recognized the movie she was in. It was even a line that was cut from the film and she recognized it. <laughs> was it her line? But yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> that's not my. Si- that's <laughs> that's not that was it. <laughs> By the way, I want to say something. Wow, she got that. This is how out of the zone I was when you guessed American Splendor. In my head, I heard American Beauty. <laughs> American Beauty. <laughs> That could have been in there. Um, but let's do, as the gentleman in the audience politely suggested, and uh, select name tags for who you guys are going to play for tonight. You guys are very efficient at picking out your name tags. No theatrics. <laughs> I, jumped, I jumped over that step. You, you did. You were... Took my life in my hands. Who are you playing for here, John? Uh, it looks like someone named Jonathan. Or Jonathan Jr. Or Junior Jonathan. Or just Jonathan. But it is the movie Junior. Yes. Which With, apparently uh, stars a pregnant person whose name is not on the, above the title. Or is that? No. Oh, it is. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger, but with Jonathan's face. <laughs> the tagline? Pretty good. Nothing is inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to say it as Wallace Shawn, though. Nothing is inconceivable. <laughs> Nailed and- it. Andre Nailed the Giant. it. Big, you're a big Princess Bride fan. Look at this Grand Buddha Chris Hotel. That's a, made, diora- that's a diorama. He made a diorama, a diorama out of a, uh, out of a, out of a box. Good Woo. for him. So proud of him. Good job, Buddha Chris. <laughs> and uh, who you play for, James? I'm playing for a, a young lady named Allie, and she made a poster that says Allie Hall. 
a play on the film Annie Hall, and it's also decorated with starbursts. Starburst memories. Oh, my God. Maybe. You um, just won the game. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to steal a starburst, though. Yeah. And starburst Diane Keaton's face during... has been replaced by Ali's face. <laughs> wow, that was a ballsy... Raisin. A dude from the audience Raisin. just reached forward and grabbed it. A bearded like hipster he was, just took my yeah, starburst. He took that like it was off the craft service table at a caveman commercial. Here you go, buddy. Go nuts. Can I tell you something, sir? I respect the hell out of you for that. Now get the fuck out of this theater. <laughs> Brian's also in charge of security here. But he's not out on his book tour. Oh, that Starburst tastes delicious. Oh, delicious. Am I wrong? Oh, that should be your next sponsor. You could put it like right under your tongue and just like for let a quick be. hit. Of, no, just let it, you let know, it go. Yeah, it's amazing. Nobody, discreet, nobody knows what you're doing. Kristen Bell wasn't, wasn't the greatest at the games, but she was a good sport. Um, and five foot one of adorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody complained. The Grand Budapest Hotel, by the way, does have a back door. A lot of people don't know that. That's the, that's the service entrance. It's like a mouse hole. Like, maybe that's the garage where they keep their little model cars. I don't know. All right, Brian gets to go first. Yay. First person to two points is going to win all the prizes in the prize bag for your uh, person whose name tag you chose. Uh, Brian gets to pick the uh, first category. Okay. I picked eight special ones just for today. Uh, and then this old one. Blueberry Johnson submitted. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Blueberry. No, it's still Blueberry, but okay. it's an old category, but I changed it up, and you guys will understand why when I tell you this. It's called You're In This, and this is movies that people on this panel are in. So I think, Brian, you really lucked out that you, <laughs> you don't have to pick this category. Uh, Josh underscore O suggested Christopher Waltzen. That's movies where Christopher Walken dances. And Koji Werner suggested Barton Stink. And that's John Turturro movies that got less than two stars. <laughs> two stars or less from okay. Leonard Maltin. Which one of those would you like, would you like to play? Uh, I the, think we can rule out the first one. I do not want to do the first one. I will do uh, Barton Stink. Bad Turturro movies. Mm. Okay. And so the movie someone was in was uh, Across the Universe. Which one of you guys was in that? Not, not me. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Julie Taymor, Beatles movie. Yeah, what did you do in that? I play the manager of a Janis Joplin-type rock singer. And so you have, but it's all singing, right? Do you sing some... I do not sing, unfortunately. Oh. That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy's singing like Dr. Venture. <laughs> it's been a hard day's night. <laughs> Which could have worked. <laughs> Which one did you pick, Brian? <laughs> I'm just enjoying the shit out of this Starburst. She loves you! <laughs> okay. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, that was great. The year... <laughs> the year is 1985. One and a half stars from Leonard for this movie. I think that's low. I think that's unfair. 
he calls this movie gritty, and he also says that uh, that one thing that's good about it is not enough to counteract the bad taste the film leaves behind. <laughs> and he lists nine names. And his one and a half stars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's John Turturro the movies. Young Turturro. That got uh, two stars or less. And there's nine names. I'll go with seven, because I don't know what this is right now. Okay, well, I didn't need to give that away, but... <laughs> or do I? You, you don't. Okay. Let's go to James. Hmm. This is a very early Totoro film. Mm-hmm. Early Tur... Early Totoro. <laughs> uh, it's... Wow. Because Do the Right Thing is like 89, so it's even pre that. But it's post-Raging Bull. I'm just showing you what I know, but I don't know what this is. <laughs> I'm just going to go jump into the deep end and go five names. Name that movie. <laughs> John Hamm did not hesitate to challenge you. I have no idea, and there's, I'm not guessing four. So. All right, here's your five names, sir. Dwyer Brown is in this movie. Robert Downey Sr. Dean Stockwell. The great mm. Dean Stockwell. Yeah, he's great. Darlan Flugel. Darlan Flugel. And he's in the category, and he's fifth build in this movie, John Turturro. Kind of knew he Am was I allowed there. to hear... The couple descriptive words you used before. Gritty, one and a half stars. Wow. And uh, one thing that's great about it is not enough to counteract the bad taste the film leaves behind. Good Lord. Yeah. Well, it's not Tucker the Man in His Dream, because that has Dean Stockwell in it, but that's not gritty or badly tasting. And Totoro probably isn't in. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Doug, in your opinion, does this movie deserve one and a half stars? No, no, I said that it's a, it's an unfair uh, rating. Oh, I think I know what it is now. I think it. I, I really like this movie. Oh shit! Hmm. Does anyone in the theater have any idea what this is? I think somebody does. Paul Bryan knows it. I have an idea. A couple other people have an idea. All right, my mind's a blank. All I knew right. this was going to happen. But the movie I, I'm thinking of is a four star movie. Is it Blood Simple? No. Okay. Good. Wow. <laughs> Good. No, I mean, I, no one else is going to have the same enthusiasm for this movie as I do, but I, I'd give it more than one and a half stars. It's To Live and Die in L.A. Ah. Yeah. yeah. And not, that, I, think, I think you're right. That it, is not a one and a half star. It does film. have a spectacular car chase. I mean, that chase yeah. alone is Directed worth, by Michael Mann. Is that correct? No, no, no. It was uh, Freakin. Oh, there you William go. Freakin. All right. All right. So John Hamm's on the board. All right. Fair uh, yeah. Well played. Don't mess with the ham. You'll get the horns. <laughs> you'll, you'll get the snout. <laughs> Don't mess with that wild ham. Uh, <laughs> you'll get the spiral tail. <laughs> uh, oh. I would have gotten it if it was Raging Bull or Do the Right Thing. Right? The film's bookended yeah. book that movie. Sure. Well, see, how, you're channeling how? Sam Levine right now a little bit. How far off of John Turturro's head do you think his hair stood in 1985? Does anybody remember him in that film? Because I'm guessing it was about a four-inch... It's pre-proto-Barton Fink, big hair. Way pre-Barton Fink. That was in the 90s, yes? You know, I don't really know that much about movies. What's next, Doug? (laughs) 
still don't want you throwing all these hardballs at me. It must be to promote your new film, Million, Million Dollar, Dollar Arm. Coming to theaters May 16th. <laughs> Starring myself, Lake Bell, the kid from Life of Pi, and the other kid from Slumdog Millionaire. Not the is that, Whoa, that is of. so racist that you only know the girl's name. Is it a remake of How Million Dollar Legs, which is a Jack Oakey comedy from the 30s? It's, a, it's the name of... Uh, uh, yes. Is it, a, <laughs> is it a sequel to Million Dollar Baby? Well, every million dollar baby has a two million dollar arms, so you make the call. This time, the baby's just an arm. <laughs> million dollar baby arm, however, is a very different movie. <laughs> the joke's been made a million times. Nothing is inconceivable, Doug. Brian gets to pick. Inconceivable! <laughs> the next category. Uh, would you like. Uh, and then we will uh, go right back at you, John, because we changed the order around. Uh, would you like the nut job? That was submitted by Sintrix Phone, uh, and that's movies where a woman dresses up as a man. It's a nut job. <laughs> Full metal jacket, and that's movies where a robot has sex, <laughs> as suggested by David, David K. Ashton. And at Sleepy Geppetto... <laughs> A charming, a charming handle. Yes. Because, <laughs> you know, when Geppetto went to sleep, that's when all the shit went down. And if he'd have been awake, maybe he'd be able to stop that stupid puppet from going with all those donkeys. And nonstop is what Sleepy Geppetto suggested. Nonstop. N-A-A-N. Hmm. And that's film set in India. Coincidentally, where a million dollar arm is set, opening yeah. May 16th. That's an incredible near you. coincidence. <laughs> Starring myself, Lake Bell, the kid from. <laughs> and a couple of foreigners. And the other kid. Not the tiger from, from Pi. No, not, not Richard, the hyena. Not Richard Jenkins. Not the Richard Parker. Parker. What Richard is the first Jenkins. category again? Nut job. Woman dresses a man. I'll do that. Nut job. Okay. Would you like a nut job movie from the year 2000 or the year 2011? 2000. Oh, interesting. You just passed up on Albert Nobbs. Two and a half stars from Leonard for this movie from the year 2000. He calls this movie frothy. <laughs> he says it's a great showcase for its sexy stars. And he lists 12 names. Can I say 12 names? Maybe 13. Let me double check this. 12 names. Uh, okay, if I... Mm-hmm, if I... God damn it. If I guess this on zero and don't get it, if I miss it, who gets the point? If you, if you say zero... If I guess well, and I get it wrong... it goes to me and I challenge you. Yeah, you, can still, you got a bid. Oh, I see. You got I a see. bid yeah, and he someone can... Has yeah, to offer John can either challenge or he can you go to negative names. Negative names. Two and a half stars? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's not zero Albert Knobs or To Live a Die. <laughs> zero he names. Says, yeah, we've narrowed it down. It's okay, not name, one name, of those name, name It might be American Splendor. Oh, no. He's, so you're saying name it yeah. with zero names? All right. What do you got? I think it's Charlie's Angels. That's correct. Yes. Ah, impressive. Which one of those ladies was secretly a man? She dressed I as endlessly, LL Cool J. I endlessly, well, she dressed, first, in the first scene, uh, Drew Barrymore looks exactly like LL Cool J and, like, and pulls the rubber mask in off and, and it turns out it's her. 
Well, that's my thing. Is like, why would Charlie's Angels? Why would they? Why would they do that every shit, time? Right? Is look like somebody else. And then later in the movie, she and what's her name, uh, Cameron Diaz, they dress up as men. But they wear these shitty glued-on mustaches and t- toupees, and they, like, why don't you do the same thing you did with LL Cool J and transform yourself entirely into a man instead of a Drew Barrymore-looking man? Was that, like, part of the Charlie's Angels uh, mystique, that they would, uh, they would don costumes? I don't seem to remember that being part it of the It was a it silly part of the undercover movie. Undercover kind of jam. I, I liked that first movie, but just because it was so silly and, and Bill Murray was in it. By the way, I auditioned for that and didn't get it. So did one I. day I was walking down the street in New York and Drew Barrymore stopped me and said how much he liked my audition. So it made Whoa. it kind of worth it. She's, I never got she's by all accounts, sweet. she's a total sweetie. You just, maybe you just need Brand to get, get in her face. Brand new mom. Yeah, go over there and just bang on the door. Bring her some muffins. She'll, <laughs> she'll probably say something nice to you. Got another movie with Adam it's Sandler coming out. Yeah, to see right. those two back together. <laughs> it's good. It's really and, good. And Godzilla. Fif- Fifty dates was not enough. <laughs> I want more dates with them. Uh, James, you get to go first. You're not on the board yet, but you have a chance here because you get to pick a category. All right, thanks. And then, uh, and then we're going to go out the other direction, go at John Hamm once again. Squid Eye suggested How Doug as a uh, category title, and that's movies that have the word jump in the title. Mm-hmm. Jump, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Denver suggested The Girl with the Pearl Necklace. That's movies where Scarlett Johansson has sex. <laughs> and celebrating a birthday today, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, the great Jack Nicholson is celebrating a birthday today, so that the films of Jack Nicholson. Which one of those would you like, Oh wow! James? Holy cow. Uh, all right, give them to me once more really quickly. Jump is in the title, Scarlett Johansson has sex, or Jack Nicholson has sex, because let's be honest. <laughs> Five really easy pieces. <laughs> <laughs> One flew over the cuckold's nest. I'm not going to go with Jump, but if it was White Men Can't Jump, I'd just totally fuck myself. So I'm going to go with the Nicholson one. Oh, let's see what it was on the Jump thing. Nope. <laughs> it was the film adaptation of Van Halen's Jump. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which one did you decide, Scarlett Johansson? Nicholson. Oh, Nicholson. All right, Nicholson. This is a Nicholson movie from 2007. Two and a half stars from Leonard. Uh, he says that uh, a character in this movie is philosophical. Uh, he also calls the movie uh, Contrived, and uh, he accuses Nicholson of mugging, which, uh, how dare he? Nicholson has never mugged a day in his life. The man has, has this man not seen Tim Burton's Batman? Uh, and uh, he lists seven names, seven names. What year? The year is 2007. Okay. Seven Holy cow. names. Uh, I'll go with, uh... There's no shame in taking them all. Yeah? All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with, uh, seven. All right. John Hamm? Oh, the timing may be off, but I'm going to go with negative two. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Does he have to get him All right, up? Brian, this is for the win here. Does you... He... You're in a position where if he gets it wrong after you challenge him, then you get the point and you have the win. But if he... Uh, I'm most likely going to get this wrong. 
Oh, listen oh. to that. Does he have to get the names in order? You're getting yes. levine all over the place. It has to go kind of from top down yeah, order. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what it is, too, and I know the top new two names, but I can't remember who's third in this movie. I'll say go ahead and name it. Well, do we both think it's about Schmidt? I'm sorry, say it again? <laughs> what he said about the movie? I don't, know I, what, I don't know why this discussion is happening. Give me your answer, sir. I just want to say I thought about About Schmidt, but there's no way that he mugs in About yeah, Schmidt. Yeah, I thought it was anger management. Oh, well, Ooh. it is. Go ahead and do your guess, John. Well, about, if it's That's about not how it works. You don't just float an idea out there. <laughs> hey, Alex Trebek, I'm thinking it might be along the lines of something like this. Could everybody just uh, jump let's, in let's, and help me get this answer? Let's crowdsource this. <laughs> Well, my, it would be about Schmidt, and it would be uh, Jack Nicholson and Kathy Bates, but uh, that so, seems to be wrong. Unfortunately, and congratulations to Brian, uh, you took down the mighty John Hamm. It's the bucket list. Oh. Jack Nicholson and Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yeah. I knew it would be a recent Nicholson movie, and I'm not good at recent movies. And who can name the third person in that movie? In the anger management? In the bucket list. In <laughs> the bucket list. I think, yeah, I think it's one guy out there knew it, Sean Hayes. <laughs> Sean Hayes is uh, one of their sons, I guess. Are you going to say Nicholson's it's the bucket? Son? It was the bucket. <laughs> it was the bucket. <laughs> oh, he's their lawyer? Oh, okay. Nicholson's lawyer. Wow. How, so, I guess you could cross that off I'll your bucket right. list. La, 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 la. Getting to talk about it in public so knowledgeably <laughs> must have been important to you. I like the idea that, that uh, uh, Malton would actually accuse Nicholson of mugging in About Schmidt, though. Yeah. It was like one of his <laughs> That'd most be famously weird. restrained returns yeah. to the form. And then at the end, he cries, and Malton goes, Mugging! <laughs> Enough with the goddamn Enough with mugging! The face pulling. I didn't like him in that movie. Sorry. That's okay. You don't have to love everything that Nicholson does. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real pal, Doug. Um, <laughs> what's going on with uh, so Madman is in uh, it's up to episode two of the first half of the last season Seven. yeah sure it, oh sorry you talking to John yeah yes you won enjoy it's popular it. knowledge anybody could answer it Yes, it's uh, last Sunday was the second episode of Seven. There will, that will, those will be the first half of the last season, and then the final half of the last season will air in 2015. We are just now shooting the second episode of the final Seven, so we, oh. we will finish shooting sometime in late June or July, and then uh, they will be locked away until they air in April of 2015. I can't wait to get you back on the show and try to, you know, maybe you'll say something you're not supposed to say. I've never done that on this show. It. <laughs> about what's coming up on the show, but I, it's uh, it, it gets better all the time. I like the uh, the whole look of it now. You're the very time, nice the time period is awesome. Uh, Brian, yes, sir. The book is called Shrinkage. Shrinkage. Yeah, and it's fun. It's a fun book about the tumor in your head. It's as fun a book as you'll ever read about a guy with a brain tumor. I promise you. It's uh, yeah, it's out uh, in a week, and um, I worked really hard on it. and I'm really proud of it. So uh, consider checking it out. It's on audiobook too. I know, obviously, uh, people the the world that did we live read, in. Did you read it? I read the book. Oh, you should have got where... Dame Judy Dench to read it. Well, that was our first choice. Yeah, she passed, and they came to me. But uh, obviously, if you're a fan of podcasts, you like listening to shit. So check it out. If you ever can't get Dame Judy Dench, uh, Dame Rudy Dench is often okay. available. <laughs> And okay. It's 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 a uh, it's a, a beautiful voice. 
I'll get her number for me. Played for the, the Mets in the 70s, Rudy did. <laughs> James, what's going on with you? What can uh, we uh, check out? Okay, very quickly, though, to make myself feel better, was the Scarlett Johansson sex movie, The Man Who Wasn't There? Oh, she had sex in that? Yeah, she blows Richard Jenkins, doesn't she? Oh, she doesn't? What's the one where she blows Richard Jenkins? She tries to blow Richard Jenkins? Seems like that would be easy to do. (laughs) (laughs) All right, anyway. uh, I'm I'm on review. Now I want to look it up. Yeah, but while you're looking it up, I'm on the Andy Daly Show. No, that's not the one. All right, good. Uh, That's good. I feel better that I didn't pick one. I didn't know. (laughs) A review on Comedy Central, and uh, I'm recording the, yay, and I'm recording the sixth season of Adventure Brothers, a beloved cult show. And about, yay. Oh, some of the kids know it. Oh, and I have my own little podcast. It's called Getting On with James Urbaniak, and it's like little radio plays, and it's on feralaudio.com. So well, thank that. you so much for being here. And, thank uh, you. I, I, all of you, please come back I again. And can you pass me your uh, name tag, James? Because it yeah, should have go. a shithead on the back if it doesn't. We'll have to rectify that. Oh, it does. Oh, more, more Starburst for John. Who knew you were so into Starburst? Okay, that's interesting. All right. Um, I've got some plugs. I must, right? Oh, apologies to put your hands together. Shirts are available at <laughs> DougLovesShirts.com. And... Uh, <laughs> Brian, hey. you won. Can you come back next week? I would love to. Defend your title? All right, Brian's going to come back. Good no! Good job. Wait, you can't? Book tour. I'll be in New York signing books. Oh, a, what a shame. I'll have to book a famous film star. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. To, uh, yeah, I think we're going to have somebody that's in two of my favorite uh, film comedies of all time. Hey, guys. Producer Ryan here. Just a quick correction. There will not be a Douglas Movies taping on Tuesday, April 30th. The next one will be on Tuesday, May 6th. Hope to see you there. And uh, thanks again to everybody for being here. And thank you guys for coming and watching. And as always, uh, (laughs) job interviews are a shithead. Sorry, telephone job interviews. Wait, so that's interviews for telephone jobs? (laughs) We don't have to read that one because they won. But I agree, patent trolls are a shithead. And... The Motion Picture Association of America is a shithead. <laughs> Yay. Now it's time for Doug to watch a brother talking. Eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes it.